and welcome to Weekly Open. We're glad you're here. It's a new week. We're trying not to scam this market completely. Uh, we have bags to sell. You can sell them on Blockfolio. I mean, FTX <laughs> used to be Blockfolio. <laughs> Go to weeklyopen.com slash FTX. I keep doing that. The Blockfolio brand was so stuck in my head, and now it's FTX. That's all you need to know. It's now FTX, but it's the same great, great app you've known and loved. Go to weeklyopen.com slash FTX. You can trade directly from one asset to the other. You can earn interest on your collateral. You can do all sorts of cool stuff there at FTX. Weeklyopen.com slash FTX. If you're not using it, you got to go to weeklyopen.com slash FTX and enjoy it. All right. Gentlemen, how are we doing? We got Luke up top, Josh, and Don. How are you? Doing good. I guess we'll start. I'm, I'm on top. How am I always on top? Do I get, uh, I kind of like it. I mean, I'll take Sounds it. Sounds like but a personal I'm, reference to me. I don't see, know. for me, you're hey, look, I'm, I'm cool. I'm t- I'll take it. I, maybe I'm the top trader. I don't know. I'm doing well, man. How are you? I'm doing great. Um, hoping, hoping we're not dead yet. Uh, Josh is showing some concerning things on his chart. Josh, how are you? Good. Yeah. I'm hoping we don't tag some trailing stop losses today. Otherwise, I'm going to be. Uh, cash boy coping on the sidelines coping what it's, uh no. <laughs> don the top seller i saw you come <laughs> in and say you're taking profit and then like five minutes later the market uh yep <laughs> so congratulations yeah i love it thank you thank you i mean it's always the best kind of feeling i was like out the basically on the way out the door right had some stuff to do um and i was just like okay this looks kind of garbage i'm just gonna gonna take some profits and I mean, the old coins don't look garbage, but like Bitcoin did. So, and when Bitcoin dumps, everything dumps. So yeah, that went well, feeling good because of it. Excellent. Uh, well, Don, do you want to give us a bit of a state of the market, what you see? Uh, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you need to enable like the screen sharing stuff again. Naturally. How could I possibly remember it? <laughs> you can do it now, sir. Um, yep. I think we're in like late stage EIP one five five nine hangover euphoria. Oh, you've yeah, I see, I see. I think like in general, high time frame wise, this doesn't actually look too bad, and I still think there's a good chance Bitcoin actually makes higher highs from here, like not new highs. I think that ship has basically sailed with how altcoins been trading, but just higher highs from this point on. Um, so I'm looking at like forty five k ish. Like that's where I think if we if we dip any further, like in that area, I wanna be wanna be starting to rebuy some of the old coins I sold this morning. And um, with regards to the daily chart, like whenever I see this, um, and I don't know if you guys have ever seen this, but whenever you like get these like wicks to the downside that immediately go back up, but like on thin liquidity, and then the market starts like rolling over again. This is basically why I sold earlier. Um, you usually just get people liquidated. It's how it always happens. Like this kind of formation where you get like a pullback into like a thin move to the upside into immediate like round out. Like that's usually a bad sign. That's kind of what I saw anyway. And then um, like I usually try to target like intraday, like the lows basically. I heard fun also increased uh, in the past yeah. 48 hours. Yeah. And then that coupled with the fact that we had like the most garbage stuff pump again. I mean, look at Doge. Um, 
that pumped and then not only like did that pump and i mean we talked about this we this was kind of expected right um but shiva also pumped so it's just like okay like shiva is probably one of the stragglers and whenever people feel that secure to kind of follow into all coins you usually get like a rug pull on Bitcoin to kind of punish all the FOMO or coin buyers. And I think that's kind of what hap- what's happening right now. And I think best case scenario, and this is something like that's how I'm going to play it anyway, is we rug pull the, the top buyers on the old coins, get them kind of out of the trade, the wick pretty heavily on those, and uh, then go back up again. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. Um, for example, with XRP, like my position, like that was basically the coin that I bought. Um, positioning for like altcoin strength um basically at roughly the bottom of that week and i went completely mental and i think there's a good chance that we go back to like wick to like a dollar or something and then go back up and i want to be a buyer at that level that's why like i would have probably held if um it was if i was happy enough with like how, how much xrp i had but um given that i want more I was just like, okay, I'm going to trade it a little bit. That's kind of my plan anyway. So I hope people get liquidated so I can get all coins cheaper and then, <laughs> well, <so laughs> and then what, trade it higher. What you're saying is that structurally overall, you're bullish just in, in favor of a pullback. Yep. I mean, in general, like I think Bitcoin, the top's still in. Like that's like the, the recent price action on the old coins make me think like that there's a good chance that this is complacency. Um, I'll change like I it doesn't really matter for my trading because I'm not I don't want to be holding Bitcoin right now like there's the old coins that, that are going to return much more if I'm right so I'm just gonna like I'm trading the old coins right now so I don't really care where Bitcoin goes as long as it's not gonna rock pull my old coins so for example like today I saw okay Bitcoin um, looking heavy, I'm going to get out of the old coins, wait for Bitcoin to pull back and then get back into the old coins. But in general, whenever you have like a complacency bounce, and we had that in 17, 18 as well, um, you get like pretty erratic old coin movements because people pile in on the risk, kind of try to get as much as they can. Um, that's kind of what we had like back in back in January of 18. And I think that's kind of where we are right now, basically where um, I could see the next pullback be the last pullback for the old coins, then they go mental and then the entire market vanishes. That's kind of my view right now, but I'm, I'm willing to change it. It's not like I'm like 100% certain. It's just how like my trading plan goes right now. All right, Josh, you want to give an alternative take or say where you agree or disagree? Uh, I think I mostly agree with all of that, really. I mean, ETH looks like it needs to relax a little bit. People are angry when I post about that on Twitter. So that even doubles my my own sentiment of relaxation incoming. Uh, alts popping off, specifically the garbage ones, is never never good. Uh, I did think it was interesting. Somebody mentioned this. I think it was Rookie. He was talking about um, the rising wedges playing out on Solana and a few others in altcoin land. And generally, that does bode well for big caps. So I agree with him there. But I don't know right now how this sits. Doesn't look great for BTC, certainly, um, or ETH. Both have this bear div stuff, rising wedge. So yeah, I'm a, I'm I want to be out if this starts to break down, and I want to buy back in slightly lower. For me, slightly lower on BTC is like 40k, so <laughs> that's a significant downside. This may take two weeks to eventually play out. We might be, maybe here next week still talking about this, but to see like Solana 
you know, again, we talked about this in the pre-show a little bit, but I don't know. I don't understand Solana. I don't get it. Um, sure. You know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, an all-time high. You know, and this is one of those that did break out of its wedge that it, it had growing. Uh, I always get lambasted when I say rising wedges are bearish because stuff like this happens a lot in crypto. This isn't normal. Rising wedges aren't supposed to break up, especially with um, a div like this, but this one did. This one outperformed everything, uh, FTT as well. I don't know if we talked about that last week, but um, this thing are outperformed. You, are you screen sharing? Because I don't... Oh, my bad. My bad, dog. That's okay. Um, yeah, so FTT outperformed, Soul outperformed. I don't know if it's the same thing. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, pierce that wedge on, on Solana. What's in the holy of uh, the holy perp? Is that a the Sam Trinity? Yeah, it is. Okay. Cause it's like massively outperforming everything. <laughs> yeah. I mean the name is hilarious, but it's been going mental. It's kind of nuts. So yeah, the C Solana ADA XRP Doge Shiva, like uh, you know, I think that doesn't are, give me I mean good feelings. I, I just wanna note, I think those are very different like you lumped them all together but i don't think that was necessary <laughs> like yeah except he's much better than the rest right <laughs> <laughs> uh solana it's not a good look that these are moving together right like uh guilt by association type thing as far as i'm concerned like uh why i you just know? think why solana is... technically made like a really nice move versus uh like if you chart it versus bitcoin or um the dollar as well it was at all-time high levels for the dollar, but it's got this two-day kind of breakout, higher high on the daily, uh, and then just, you know, FOMO from there. I think a lot of people had probably sidelined themselves during Solana's Bitcoin relative sideways move. Um, and, yeah, there you go. All these also, charts had a... It, it, it worked its way in, all the way into the my shorting soul meme, and it was tough resistance, but it... it, it came in with some force and broke through. So, you know, there's that too. Um, I don't, it doesn't surprise me that Solana's at all time highs, I guess at a relative basis, I would rather see Solana doing that than, um, many other things. I, I don't know. I feel like most of these moves have been fairly technical after multi-month consolidations on relative pairs and, you know, kind of grinding up on the dollar pairs. I've I'm I maintain my bullishness now. Like they didn't break down where they could have doomed. Like even Rune, which got hacked. If it was gonna be doom and gloom forever, it should have broken down uh, below three dollars, and it's ha had a triple hackening, and it just went up only after that. Not only did it go up, it broke through its 200-day moving average. Like it looks now quite good. Like it was one of those things where. It, everything could die and something like ruin goes to a dollar or it just has this massive mean reversion and all of a sudden it's like you could say inverted head and shoulders you could trend flip higher high it doesn't matter how you look at it it just looks so much stronger than it did and this is with a network that's not even live like the, the but look at this bitcoin relative pair this looks fantastic it looks like just textbook mean reversion so I don't know. You're just you're just emboldening Don and mine's argument that scam pumps are bad, <laughs> bad for the health of the market. It's like yeah, the market's down 
why is it pumping right i don't think they're all scam pumps i mean the market's up yeah like i don't i don't think there's 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 scam pumps really at all it's it's i think it's it's a much simpler relationship of bitcoin's been up the potential for bitcoin resuming the bull market maybe even breaking all-time highs even if that's still less than 50 percent, it's definitely higher than it was a couple weeks ago and and if bitcoin does that then DeFi obviously benefits so as as DeFi kind of mean reverts as well as bitcoin goes up DeFi goes up as well and solana is part of that too like even if you think the chances of it yeah. beating eth are quite low it's like solana's traded like a high beta DeFi play for 12 months now so here's it's like as DeFi returns solana's gonna return here's i mean it's like ada too right ada has been outperforming the oh, entire gosh. way here's now ada is actually a scam i won't do, i won't debate that here's some, here's some boomer <laughs> boomer ta and tell, tell me if this enables people to have risk on behavior especially a fund right we flipped the 200 day moving average could it be that simple right like people say like okay we think the market is gonna you know, resolve itself. It made higher, high, higher, high, higher, high, and flipped the 200-day moving average. We think that this is a signal that um, crypto markets are are able to be risk on. So we're going to deploy funds to other things. And now you see signs of Bitcoin and Ethereum slowing down. So the uh, relative risk pairs start to go up. Like DeFi uh, versus BTC is up. DeFi versus ETH looks like it's made a bottom. Could this be just a rotation, like a normal rotation, not a scam pump? Like that's my counter thesis to what you're saying. Is that not reasonable? I mean, scams are pumping. I don't think it's a scam pump though. Right. I don't think it's a scam pump. I think networks that are pumping that aren't live, like make no sense to me whatsoever. ADA pumping on the future prospect of smart contracts actually coming to the chain. Uh, that makes no sense to me. I think it's uh, like buy the rumor, sell the news. You know, I get right? it, but it, it doesn't did. mean it's healthy. Like you said in your, your tweet heard around the world about yeah. um, pulling your parachute or whatever you said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like 100% agree. The thing is like with ADA, for example, it's hilarious how like them not deploying smart contracts might be the most bullish thing for them because like the moment they do, they're not going to have, like there's nothing left to talk about, right? They've been talking about like smart contracts for years. No, and there it's is just something to talk about. <laughs> What's to talk about is how no one's using their smart contracts uh, once they launch. Yeah, no, it's going to go down. Like the ADA holders should probably beg them not to like introduce smart <laughs> contracts at this point. It's like, it's going to be bad for price. Yeah. What is ADA? Like, what is what are they hoping to 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 achieve? What piece of the market are they going to win? I just don't. I don't. I don't even get it. Even if they the best case scenario for ADA, what is it? I mean, they they want to overtake Eve. They want to take Eve's place, as far as I know. Want to overtake the world? As far as I know. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I mean, that's how shitcoins work, right? It's just gonna say I'm the better version of this and this, and then no one fucking understands what the fuck they even do. And if you say it with enough confidence, people are going to believe it, right? That's uh, bizarre. Now we're jumping back and forth, but I yeah. mentioned something about uh, funds. Oh, God damn it, I got to pull up this tweet uh, incognito because Zero had blocked me. Um, <laughs> uh, CME shorts are rising, which is actually pretty bullish because this typically represents hedging from somebody, miners, funds, whoever. Um, very rarely are people actually net short on uh, CME. BTC. So keep that in mind. So this, this is a good sign. It was bearish when shorts were closing and it's going to be bullish if shorts keep opening again, um, as far as health of the market. And this was a tweet uh, from zero hedge 
traders are forced to exit positions and start building up long positions. That's what JPM on, was saying on uh, BTC and ETH. This is a couple of days ago as of this point. But yeah, we overtook the 200-day moving average. We're bullish, and I want a uh, mean reversion back to the 200-day, this time from the top to, to the bottom instead of the bottom to the top. So yeah, we, I think we overtook the 200 day. We overtook the 20 week. The only fractal that still lives and in, in I live in fear of is the 20, <laughs> the 2019, 2020, uh, 2019 top into, into early 2020 when COVID hit. Um, so you compare that fractal to like Delta variant stuff now. Like no, that, <laughs> that, no, that mildly terrifies me. Like if we go full shutdown mode, whatever, I think though the the market reaction might be different this time because um, now we just know that we just keep printing, right? Um, there is a lot of fundamental reasons that are nerve wracking. Like, I mean, we're giving up on Afghanistan. Afghanistan shouldn't, in reality, affect global markets terribly much. Uh, just you know, hearts and minds maybe. Um, <clears throat> but like. This fractal is my last like big bearish thing. Um, I personally, oops, not that one. Uh, I think this is possible. Like, I don't think people are giving the, this type of very long consolidation on BTC enough credit, like into through the end of the year. So 64K could still be the top, uh, but we have a very long consolidation to prepare for whatever movements next up or down. Obviously I'm, um projecting a ton here in terms of what the shape of that consolidation may look like but uh yeah i i, I don't see why we have to just go to 20k now or 14k like we could range above 30 35 and below 60 for months still that's a that's a large range that we can spend a long time in yeah for me it's like 40k gives and i think we're fucked like completely but until then like why the fuck bother about it better things to trade better things to worry about like like xrp just... <laughs> yep or doge i mean i hate to say it right i i've been talking like shit talking doge and xrp for years right um but when when they offer good opportunities i mean they go they offer good opportunities right i mean i can talk about setup that i yeah. took if yeah, you guys show want them. to show them i don't even have xrp in my watch list anymore a big big yikes <laughs> <laughs> I've, I trade those coins that are scammiest the best because I have no willingness to want to hold on to that yeah. any, any place past my take profit. I mean, like this is just like a really good looking chart, right? So you have like the cycle low before the giga pump in December, which was at like one 1.5k sats, right? You test that again. In, in November, had like a huge rally from that. Then came the SEC news, right? The entire thing blew down, had resist resistance in here and then blew through it, right? And whenever I get that, like that's my most bullish setup that I can, that I can have, right? Even more so on a weekly time frame, right? You have a range, a really clean range too with like strong reaction whenever the boundaries hit. And then you break it, even better if it's a news event, right? You rally or like you, you range below it and then you rally past it, right? In a, like a strong fashion. And then it retested that again. And I saw that and I was like, holy shit, wait a second. This actually looks really, really good. Because if you think about it, that's like somewhat of an inverse head and shoulders. I know it's ugly, but like it looks really good. Um, it's range low. Where's the next resistance? I mean, this one above here, been tested a billion times already. 
I, I wouldn't count on that holding. Um, and then where does it go from there? And the answer is like another two X away. Right. So like I saw that and then on top of that, the invalidation for that kind of trade is just a close below 1.5 K sets. So the invalidation is like 20% away. The target is like 300 something percent away. Um, and then it just becomes a really easy trade, right? And I saw that coupled with XRP USD pair just bouncing strongly from support. And I was just like, okay, this has to be the trade. Um, on top of that, I've actually heard from like people that are like in, in closer contact with like the SEC that the SEC is like super embarrassed about the whole ordeal um, because they kind of went after XRP too early, so they couldn't like nail them down. I don't think they can win. Yeah, too so, early. It's been yeah. like sixty-five years. It. Yeah, Maybe that's like early. that's what. This just case. a rumor, right? But like, I heard that the SEC people working on the XRP case are super frustrated. That's all like the extent that I heard, and I was like, "Fucking hell!" If they're frustrated and this is at support, fucking mooned, <laughs> and I just bought it and uh, it ran. And honestly, like looking at this. I think there's something like, I don't think this is net, like the most natural move. I think there's probably some, <laughs> some, some news coming for like XRP, not, not entirely sure, but I'm, I mean, I'm going to gamble on it. Um, I, but I just think like right now, like it's ran really hot. I think there's like, if you look at this, it's up from the bottom 160% without any pullback. I think the first pullback could be here. And, uh, if it goes to like a dollar or maybe a little bit below, um, I'm just gonna like rebuy everything I sold or buy even more. And I mean, I just hope I get that. And if I don't, I mean, I'm just gonna have to formal buy it up because I think like whenever you have a chart like this on the, the USD pair is actually more ridiculous than the Bitcoin pair, because like, look at this, you have resistance here at the, at the high, right? And then this one, but that's like so recent, I don't really count it as strong resistance and you have nothing. Um, and we know what happened to ETH once it broke its old, old all-time high, right? I mean, it broke it and then basically doubled from there or like tripled. And I think there's a good chance XRP does the same. If Let there's any go. good, if there's any good news coming, if this is not just like a random uh, pump, which I don't think it is because it's just weird how um, it pumped basically 50% ahead of almost everything. It even out outperformed ADA. Um, even though ADA had like a bunch of narratives and a bunch of like news coming. So that's like why I'm like in the XRP boat. I don't really see a bearish case for it. So yeah, there you God. go. Mech in the chat my ears. If, if Don is KGB, that's the, that's the real question. <laughs> um, this isn't so relevant for XRP cause I can't, I don't really have a chart of XRP, but for Doge, uh, the peanut brain move is just buy the 200 day moving average on Doge BTC. Like when it does that or it flips the 20 day, it's bullish. Like it just has this continuous trend. Um, I don't know. Ledger, you call me a peanut brain? I mean, this is my trade idea last week to buy 23 cents and 25 cents. I said on the show, I'm buying right now. Am I, am I a peanut brain? Cause I'm a profit. Yeah. These peanut brains are the most profitable traders. I'll take it. Like it just, we talked about how it was grinding along this 200 day. And basically we said, if it doesn't lose it, I guess up is the only direction that's logical. And that's what it did. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm certainly not buying this kind of crap here. It looks like it's the type of thing that could 
flush 20% on a down day for, for Bitcoin or ETH. So Yeah, but then you buy it, right? Yeah, sure, sure. If you wanted to buy this, like you, 24, 25 cents on Doge, go for it. But I can't, I can't touch that stuff right now. It just makes me sad. Like, where's my pumps on my like quality assets? This is so annoying. <laughs> I mean, the XFP folks have waited long enough. The Dogecoin folks have waited quite a while. Oh come um, on, the Doge quite a while. They've got like a. I mean, if you they waited, they have not waited. A day. They waited three months. They waited three, three months. months. Get out three months and sixty percent. I, mean, I, would, I would never call for a new all-time high for Look, Doge. I think like this is the high that set that's never gonna get overtaken again. But I mean, there's still like Doge is probably like just a weaker XFP player. I think. I, that, that's probably true. I mean, I think that one of the things guiding this and, and maybe still carries it through this week and like, who knows? I think that Doge is probably a good play as long as the crazy NFT summer lasts. Like my idea for this trade last week, buying it 23 cents and 25 cents and basically bought throughout the week, um, took some profit at 32 cents and, and now I'm a little bit scared of it. But the idea is it's like Doge is like a fractionalized NFT with one of the largest and most ruthless communities in the world. And as long as like, you know, profile pictures of penguins are going up, um, Dogecoin's probably going to do well. Which if they're not. All they're that, retracing now. They're retracing. Okay. Time so, stop. Exactly. So if all that shit stops and people start saying, okay, penguins and animals aren't going to go up, it's like, okay, the, the Doge trade maybe loses um, some momentum. Like I've already, I, I already kind of think that it makes more sense to rotate into like DeFi plays and and elsewhere, but I don't know. I think Doge is going to be a really good uh, kind of barometer for how crazy people are about NFTs in a way. I hate these trades. Can I talk about something that I had mentioned before and it's it's at a a, a, a new point of decision-making? But What's Mark that? Cuban said that Doge is the best transactional cryptocurrency. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Um so my, my DeFi ideas were basically retraced to the 200 days on various ones uh, and then see if they can capture them or not. Basically, where we are across the board is that some recaptured, some are still a little laggy, some are right at it. Uh, Sushi was a good example, though, of like one to look at. Once it felt like it was basing, had somewhere to go, it just looked like a magnet to the 200-day. Uh, I got rid of my Sushi just above $12, I think. So I didn't quite wait for these last few days up there. I rotated most of it, but... Now it's like, uh, what now? So do the ones that uh, are hitting the ceiling, do they retrace a bit? Do the ones that blasted above, do they come retest it? That's kind of the setup on those that I've been looking for um, when I just like walk through them. Uh, that's still what I see. If you look at the DeFi perp as a whole, uh, it looks like it could, could retest again, but it looks like it retested yesterday. So it kind of depends on what this intraday situation is. It's at a real important point here in my mind i'm still very bullish on DeFi when i talk about you know those rotations on the majors uh on the relative pairs i think DeFi stuff looks fantastic like this DeFi eth pair this doesn't have to be a gorgeous chart like this could be a multi-year range you know what i mean so if it's coming off of this multi-year uh range low of around three and the range high would be six to seven that represents massive potential in DeFi relative to ETH. And so if ETH is uh, calming down a little bit at 3,200, <clears throat> which is, we talked about last week, a perfect 0.618 retrace um, uh, where it topped out here at 3,340 or whatever. So I think that we can simultaneously um, 
have a retrace in, in ETH or like have a consolidation without dying um, and see rotation into other assets. Um, I'm going to play it that way. What I have to figure out still is where am I invalidated, right? Like where is this, where is this trade no longer a good one? And that's what I, my goal is to figure out in the next day or so because we are at essentially my pause level on most of those like dollar relative pairs curve went tapped directly into the 200 day as well. Um, so it's like, do I believe these are small consolidations or do I believe uh, that there's gonna be a, a more significant retrace? Currently I lean towards consolidation. I'm still very heavy DeFi. Uh, comp just started to break out last night and it looks either it's a perfect. Dude, it looks so good. It yeah, it like so it's good. either a perfect retrace right now that should be bought. Uh, if it is not bought, that would be uh, fearsome. So I would have to decide where do I where do I stop out. I it's, have it's going to get bought. I hope so. I have a freaking massive amount of coffee, <laughs> so <laughs> I need it to be bought. But that's my thoughts on DeFi. Y'all talked about shit coins and NFTs, so I wanted to get my my take on the hundred IQ stuff I'm trading and looking at. If you want to get annoyed. Yeah, because like, look at this chart. <laughs> I can be, I can, I can be so annoying if I want to be. I, just, I can't but, trade it though, Don. I'm never. I will, why? I well, I don't think I can have access to XRP anywhere. I don't think it's on American. Oh, yeah, for the US. It's... Can you get wrapped XRP on Uniswap? There's got to be a way. God, I hope not. That's how I do it. No, but like for real, like this is kind of hilarious. Like I looked at this at the lows, and I was like, I mean, this has like. XRP has actually outperformed DeFi since March, right? Um, and I think that's probably going to continue. Like, I think, I think honestly, looking at your charts, I think you actually raised a good point. They still look good, right? And I look at a lot of altcoins, so I think they look pretty decent, especially against Bitcoin. Um, but yeah, I, for me, it's just like, I mean, <laughs> I look at this and I'm like, okay, this is probably going to go up, right? You, you buy the retrace um, and then you're going to outperform for some reason, I, I I have no idea why. Because XRP, like, let's be real for the people listening, XRP is shit in my mind. Like, I don't want to shill it to say, okay, you should be holding this for the long term because you really shouldn't, right? I mean, this is something that you buy and then you sell higher, hopefully. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I have just, like, bullish setups it's all no, around. It's no different than JPEGs. <laughs> yep. You have to not believe in it. You have to hate them so that you can flip them properly. If you yeah. fall in love with your JPEG, then you will lose money. Yeah. But, like, going to, like, real coins for a second, like, EFUSD is actually really interesting because it actually ran right where I think, like, if you want to talk about, like, a complacency shoulder on EFUSD, I think... This is exactly the area where it would form, right? Um, I'm not entirely sold on it because it should have really broken down uh, when it kind of retested 1.7K. But Don, you know um, what we need is we need people getting bearish without the price going down more. Like I think we need see. this. We need this, like a, a small pullback to like 2.7K and then okay, well, that would I think me this, can, this could easily go, <laughs> I think. Says a man in cash. Uh, yeah, but like I think like that would be that would drive people like really really bearish. Now again, like I think there's a lot of reasons to be bullish on altcoin, so I, I'm not sure if this is going to happen. But um, this would be my preferred way to go about things. And then who the fuck knows where Eve goes afterwards? Um, but like that's the way I think would make it easiest to go up. So that's 
what I'm hoping for. Was it yeah, it just needs to relax. Look at that chart. It's up what 100% from the bottom. Like, <laughs> what? Who wants more? Like, if you want more, that means you just weren't in early enough, right? I, like, let I it, want more. Let it, I'm in. Let it chill out. Let it mean revert a little bit. Let it relax. Let let the scams pump, and then let it go to all time highs, right? Like, that's the best case. I want more. I, uh, I don't know about y'all, but like from a portfolio perspective, I know Don was in cash for forever, so he didn't, he's always been at all time highs portfolio wise. But for me, like I'm basically triple topping right now from a portfolio perspective. <laughs> so like if we've retraced again, my depression is just going to be like <laughs> sad looking at the total, total portfolio because it's like February, May, uh, August. And I don't, I don't believe in triple tops. So I just think we're going to Ponzi right through and it's going to be good for the portfolio. And I still think this is a sideline trap. Like people are slowly capitulating back in the market, but I don't think everybody's back in by any means. I think a lot of people are on the sidelines wanting these dips. And I don't, if we get, if we get bearish enough, uh, while we're up here, I think we could continue on without significant retraces as goofy as it looks on the chart. Yeah, I mean, I can agree with that. Like, if it shows some more strength, it just squeezes some more. I could see it too. But it's like starting to get into the territory where, like, we test resistance, for example, for E for the first time, where, like, in a situation where we haven't retraced whatsoever, like, at all. Like, at that point, you kind of have to be a little bit careful. Um, but then again, like, if this flips, I mean, fucking moon, I'm down for it. That would probably pump my XRP more. Like nothing better than getting people mad, Don, <laughs> even are, though that stuff Don is going is up. XRP maxi right now. Yep. We need a we need an XRP count on this episode. Dude, I love X XRP and EOS are probably still my two favorite majors to trade. Even though in the long term, I think they have the highest chance of being worth negative dollars. It's like they're just they're such they're so fun to trade, man. How do you sleep at like, night? They're just lovely. <laughs> I sleep well. I slept great last night. <sighs> I mean, I'd feel worse if, you know, you had to hold some DeFi coin and, and worry about a hack or whatever else. I know there's no, no activity on EOS, so there's there's going to be no hacks. And it's great. <laughs> XRP, the same thing. It's like there can only be good news. It's it's like it's been in the dumps. They're, they're getting sued by the SEC. It's like there's only upside there. I don't know. Uh, I like Don's thesis on XRP. Uh, I love XRP. I honestly think like that's a really, really good point, right? You've literally had the black swan for XRP happen, right? There's nothing worse that could have happened other than like, the entire network shutting down and it didn't go down right so if you have that like Can't where the down, fuck it does it go exist. yeah i mean that's that's what i'm saying it, like if the worst thing happens, yeah if the worst thing happens and it doesn't die like when the fuck like is it gonna die at all and i mean <laughs> no it's it's pretty hard to say yeah it, it will just like it, it got like sued by the sec went down a bit and then went suddenly went up like 6x or something and uh now it's just gonna go and like rate the SEC lows or something like it just makes no sense. But I mean, like I said, I'm still an XFP hater. I still think it's gonna go to zero eventually. It's just like for the short term, I don't like it's like basically you get bad news and you go up, that's really good, right? That's what we had with Bitcoin. Um, basically, like the reason why Bitcoin ran so hard, like we had bad news like into the rally and then nothing happened. No one yeah. really gave, gave a shit. Y'all talked about, talk about patience. Y'all talked about patience. Look at Ave. This is patience. Now, granted, I know Ave went 90 to 500 or whatever in January, but now it's got 192 days without an all-time high. 
and in a in a horizontal a large horizontal range you can't tell me like this is a blue chip DeFi product like you can't tell me this isn't a decent candidate like the these these blue chip DeFi coins are not decent candidates for markup like in the in the 2017 18 narrative this is the type of thing that i think you can really have a significant move up and like these go heavy uh to like mark the the latter stages of the total cycle do you disagree with that or do you think i'm just coping no i think even against Absolutely. bitcoin it looks pretty good i think it looks great i think that looks great i think Unis uniswap i think in in ave are kind of leading the way for as you said, Ledger, and I'm long comp as well, full disclosure, but I think like comp and these other blue chips will just catch up. Like right now, it's some people allocating back into these. ETH didn't die. The bull market has potential for surviving. And now people are going to allocate and say, okay, ETH, EIP 1559 didn't break it. So DeFi has a better chance. How do I get allocated? And that's what we're seeing. It's like, how many people were sidelined on Bitcoin? Probably a fair amount. How many, there's probably even more people that were sidelined on DeFi that are scrambling to now get back in. Uh, I think they all look really good, dude. I think DeFi is a Good allocation. I heard a ton of people that were like red pilling themselves on NFTs saying how they were uh, stuck in DeFi and they finally left DeFi to buy JPEGs. Yep. And it was just like they bought the top on JPEGs and after capitulating their DeFi stuff. And I just feel like there's going to be a rotation back. Yep. Are we done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to ask, Josh, what, what do you think about all of this? Like, what's your take? on the entire like shitcoin space with regards to DeFi outperforming. Do you think that makes sense? Like, do you think like the XRP thesis that I have makes sense? Or are you just not going to talk about it because like, fuck that? No, I think it, <laughs> no, it definitely makes sense. hundred um, percent. On Friday, Ledger and I were talking about rotations out of ETH and BTC into DeFi. Uh, I think it's smart for people to take profit or partial profit on high caps take profit or partial profit on NFTs and either rotate that into stuff that hasn't moved or just wait for mean reversions um, on the high caps because I think DeFi rotations are still smart. Like, like you're saying, I think a lot of people are still not positioned that well. At the same time, some of these DeFi charts are definitely outperforming others and comps definitely laggard so far, even though it has had one of the better looking charts curve as well. I don't know if Curve and Comp both. I don't know if their emissions just too high. Um, Curve is having a thirty percent emissions reduction going on right now, so that's yeah. why it's been improving. Um, I think some of it might be regulatory landscape stuff in the U.S. as well, but I don't know. Um, the charts look good. I just gotta trust, trust the the charts will pull me there. Um, and uh, SNX too looks good for up, even though it's probably the biggest risk for regulatory stuff coming. I th definitely um, think. A combination of the regulatory risk and then synthetics also had like some uh issues with collateral um like well yeah they had the token price that it had to get over that i think that those were the two big reasons that it's really lagged and that's another case for that 200 day moving average it obviously it's relative to price but it's to show like it's still not caught up to its last 200 days you know so it's it gives you a chance of like what's leading and what's laggard and you know, something like Ave is certainly leading where it's got a better chance at making new all-time highs quicker than, say, synthetics. And somewhere, I think I even have like an Ave synthetics chart that I would compare because those were two uh, such strong movers with DeFi land. One other thing about um, 
DeFi stuff that I was going to mention is that we haven't really seen significant rotations into like mid cap DeFi yet, but my guess is that we'll start to see, um, you know, DeFi blue chips start to come close to all time highs. Uh, and you follow the cycle, right? The highest momentum stuff like soul. And I was just looking at phantom plowing ahead today. Uh, is that what it's called? Yeah. Phantom. Um, like some of these might make all time highs first and then those all time highs roll to DeFi blue chips and then they roll to mid caps. And there's, I think in that kind of natural rotation that can occur, there's still time for some of these, assuming we don't get nuked from the majors. You know, borrow volume on DeFi is way past its previous all time high. Um, so it's a caution for eventual, uh, wick like crazy wicks down again if all that stuff gets margin called. But people are definitely still leveraging up uh, DeFi based on borrow volume, based on like USDC lending rates on Ave, which were going crazy, or USDT because they were running out of USDT. Um, so people are definitely we need, to, we need tether prints. That's our next fuel. Is uh, we start getting stablecoin prints again. Uh, that's gonna be that would be good. Yeah, all the stable coins on Ave are, are almost completely out of um, ability to borrow because they've, they're all out for loan, basically. <laughs> people want the dollars. Yeah, people are so definitely... That can, so that they can short them. What? No. People are borrowing that so they can long everything. So, yeah, so they can short, short dollars. They need to short dollars. Oh, I gotcha, I gotcha, yeah. Yeah, so we do need more more prints from Tether, although... I don't know when that's going to happen ever again at this point, but uh, if we want to close by talking legacy, some um, it, it was a little dicey this morning, but it's already getting bought. It's like the legacy versus 20 day moving average undefeated. <laughs> it's just a, probably faster on the S and P, but even like the, even the NASDAQ, like it just has ridden it since. But uh, even is this chart is ridiculous, dude. <laughs> it's just going straight up. Yeah. It's literally just buy every retrace and win. Oh, man. It's so unfair. We're trading the wrong market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, like, look, look at the change, though. Is it 29 basis points? It's just absurd. Yeah, but, I mean, you can leverage this up, right? Like, I need a 1,000x. Yeah, but then again, like, it never dips, so <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Like, it dipped once, basically. I, I will say the breadth is getting worse in legacy markets. Um, and also, like, if you look at stuff like Amazon, this looks highly distributive um, after failed earnings. Like, I, Amazon is not what I would want to be long in this, in this market. So mm. one of the things you do have to ask yourself in that space is, like, where, where are the longs? Um, wow, that looks bad. Yeah. Yeah. So like where, where are things best to play, but you got Robin hood pulled up. What's going on there? No, uh, I mean, I was just wondering how it was doing because just, I mean, they, they IPO recently. Right. Yeah. And I mean, we had Coinbase. I've read before somewhere, like someone called the, the Robin hood IPO, the top of the market, basically like I did that. I hoped it. Oh yeah. But I mean, like, I could see that, like, if it starts trending, like, if it goes really low below, like, below where it started trading, basically, we kind of have the same thing as coin going on, right? Where it's like, you'd start getting worried because, like, 
the, the, the market has been kind of like retail centric for a while now, right? If you look at GME, AMC, that kind of stuff. And if like, I could, I mean, I'm not an expert, but if like Robinhood starts showing real big weakness, I could see like them being out of money. But then again, GME is still a shit, like it's so, so high still. And AMC too, like fucking wild. That's kind of insane how, how long these things have stayed up. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I mean, I don't understand. St- I think stocks are even more ridiculous than cryptos in some ways. Like it's so hard to explain some of these moves. Yeah, but that was head and shoulders. I have, one, <laughs> I have, I have one more. One it kind of looks like the XRP chart. <laughs> nice. I'm serious, dude. Uh, one more legacy question. Is that ridiculous gold dip from last week going to mark the bottom of the gold perpetually at $1,800 consolidation? Because it looks like it could be a little bottomy to me. Like, I mean... Yeah, what was that anyway? Like I saw uh, some it. Some manipulative futures thing. Like someone sold like a crazy amount of gold futures uh, right on the like Sunday night open. Yeah. Um, I just Ledger. the the inflation trade looks like it. It still looks relatively strong to me. Like gold's uh, looking a little better. Oil looks like its dip might be being bought, and it was at gold. I mean, oil is at like decade resistance multi like huge huge resistance going back to um the early 2000s it's been a line of both support and resistance but um the fact that it's finding support at a pretty narrow dip is interesting also like the 30-year rate is uh um i don't know a little interesting as well there's just a lot of a lot of stuff in legacy that uh has me intrigued and in a way that I feel like should overall be relatively supportive of, of crypto. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. If, if we keep mooning, which we probably will, cause why not? Uh, we'll be fine. The VIX was up a little bit today, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not super worried until we actually break down because people have been calling it top on legacy for yeah. years. It's so, <laughs> it's, it's so hard. It, 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 you can want it to be the top, but look at that. <laughs> it's legitimately impossible i mean that's what i'm what i keep saying right i mean if you want to short this i mean good luck right um even if this crashes you're like what you're in profit for like two weeks i continue then... to think raul paul uh said has said this a bunch on real vision is that like when you look at these things relative to the money supply they're not near as insane and i think that's probably the better baseline than dollars is looking at uh, looking at them relative to the total mon- monetary supply. So that makes sense. I mean, we just passed a massive infrastructure bill. We're going to spend trillions more, and we're not done. You know, we're yeah, we're not done. It's just, I mean, it needs to it needs to go down. I'm not saying it doesn't. Like <laughs> it's all absurd. At some point, this is going to be nasty. But I don't want to be the person trying to stand in the way. You know, that's basically exactly my view too. Like, I mean. You're going to get pullbacks, you're going to get crashes, but the thing is, like, at the end of the day, like, it's really hard to call them. Um, like, crypto is so much easier. I, I just much rather focus on crypto because it's really easy when you, like, when momentum runs out, momentum runs out, right? There's no government that's just going to put in, like, a shitload of money to kind of make it go back up again. Um, so, I mean, it's- why not just trade the easier market, right? It's a pure market in a way. It's like, there's just less, I mean, there's obviously some manipulation, but it's, um, there's not like one person or one buyer, one entity 
all the central banks basically that can uh, force their hand. Depending on who you ask, it's uh, a few players with all all sorts of manipulation going on. Well, I, I'm, I'm happy because they're manipulating it up, so I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let them keep going. All right. Does anybody have any parting thoughts, or we'll leave it there? Any exciting trades this week? I don't have uh, anyone. Anyone have them? I got Doge was, was last week. I, I, don't, I'm, com- I'm I like comp. Get- I think you talked about comp, yeah. Yeah. Comp is, please go, please go up, comp. <laughs> Other than that, my only two cents is uh, be very careful in the NFT landscape. I think the top is in uh, locally at a minimum. Uh, I mean, I could, I honestly think like there's at least like on the profile picture side of things, it's getting a little right, bit right. ridiculous. There may be, there may be sector rotations within NFTs, but like yeah. if you think you can swing the punks floor or like board apes or whatever, I'd be careful. I like it. I mean, I, I'm not going to talk about setups because I mean, I'm just going to talk about XFP again. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just leave it at that. Like, I, I mean, I'm just going to buy like the dip. If we get like a 20% altcoin pullback, I'm be buying pretty much everything that looks good, I think. And then if it goes further, we're fucked. Like all of us are fucked. And then yeah, I think we're universally on board with the BTFD mentality and like, be careful up here. Uh, if something is like overextended, yeah, yeah, I like it. All right, thanks everybody for joining us. Go to weeklyopen.com/ftx. You can trade there. You can track your portfolio. You can do everything you need to even earn interest on stable coins if you're waiting to buy that dip. Do it on FTX. Weeklyopen.com/ftx. Thanks for joining us. Talk to you later.